Hi, Stacy. Yo. Are we GHing? Yes. Yes, please. Woohoo! Today, we are still in season 61, episode 119 through 123. I think I'm going to go with medium spoilers. Yeah, I agree with that. I appreciate the confirmation of my feelings. <laughs> it's not controversial this week. It's not controversial, but it's not nothing either. Correct. I have the first happening. <laughs> she didn't <laughs> want to have the first happening, by the way. She's like going over our jobs before call. And she says, you have the first happening. And I was like, that's not true. That's not how it works. I'm not prepared, people. As a result, <laughs> we all know what's going to happen with this episode. It's going to be awesome. I... I'm going to start with the thing that made me cry like a little tiny baby. And that is the whole conversation with Tracy in the Quartermain living room. As they are, Brooklyn and Chase are coming back in after having discussed the prenup. And Chase basically says, I know that you had your granddaughter's best interest. And he hugs her was so sweet. And she I, said, I can't wait to have you part of the family. Just loved everything about that. And then when Gregory said, save a dance for me, and then Maxie just kind of pushed Tracy. And then did you catch that hole when Maxie touched her before and she was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, like they were, cons- and they were both like giddy little girls, even Tracy. And then when she comes in later. So that's the first scene that made me cry. And I think part of it was the music, but it was also just wonderful to see Tracy in that light. Then they do the scene where they finish this out and she agrees to give Brooklyn, not only lend her the dress, she gives her Lila's dress. And she does it in such a beautiful way by saying, I was never meant to wear this dress. I was meant to share this dress, which unintentionally rhyming, but whatever. I loved it. I cried. It was wonderful. That's my happening. I agree. I loved that scene. We'll talk about it in fashion later because, whew. Yeah. But the scene and emotions in that whole thing were amazing. Yeah. I am going to go with... The Maxi Felicia Spinelli scenes. Spinelli corners Maxi and basically says he loves her. He has always loved her. And she was like, you know, I love you too. And then he has to say, I lied to you. And she just basically says, get the hell out right now. I am done. I cannot. You prayed on me. She was really, it was aggressive, but I do understand because of all of the lying that she has endured and all of the damage that she has, she knew it was Felicia. And so she just says, get out, you have to get out. And then like the next time we see them, it's Maxie and Felicia and she's just like, can you believe he would do this? Like, she just is ranting. And I thought that was really well done. Yeah. Because she could have come in hard at Felicia because she knew Felicia had done it. Uh-huh. And she didn't. Yeah. She just, and she made Felicia fess up, which she did. 
and then they get to the heart of the issue. And let's just, of, let, yeah. let me just bump in here because the whole time this scene was happening, Stacy was completely sidetracked by how much she hated both of their hairs. So it was a little hard for me to focus and concentrate it because really, that narrative was also happening. <laughs> Felicia looked like she was wearing a wig. <laughs> I don't understand what was going on with her hair. It was very distracting. That okay. said, <laughs> that said, Maxie was like, it's really hard for me to even go there because if something, if we try and it doesn't work, like it affects so many, like it affects all of my kids because it's, you know, Georgie's dream. She was, she was actively trying to get Austin gone. And I, I get that, but that's always a thing, right? Yeah. Your kids are always impacted and i did like the scene i mean i liked the revelation i don't have experience with it but that felicia was like everybody has known that you were always a little bit in love with each other nathan knew peter knew ellie knew everybody knew and that was sort of a little eye-opening to maxi i think so yeah. we'll see where it goes well and we'll see where it goes now that Spinelli's deeper into Sonny's world again. Yeah, like there was the whole thing, I can't do anything that would put anybody in jeopardy. And now he's arranging a meet on the pier. So we'll see. I feel like that's just happening whether I want it to or not. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's consulting me. Everybody get out of the way. Okay. Oh so confused there's so many okay look let me go with this blaze tells her mother she's with christina and that scene heartbreaking was hard to watch but you have to be proud of blaze in that environment and also christina because christina kept her cool throughout it then contrast that with how they're welcomed with open arms into the scout's birthday party with all these people and how not an issue it was other than the fact that blaze is freaking gorgeous and everybody was like woohoo you're with her uh, which was very funny those scenes with danny and jake were hysterical but it was nice you know kudos to general hospital for just sinking their teeth into this story because they are a great couple it will be interesting to see how or if or how or why Stacy had a great theory as to why Blaze's mom was even there to begin with. Do you want to talk about that? Well, when Christina introduced herself, she calls her by her married name and she immediately corrects her. So I think like there's a relationship, like is she going through a divorce? I don't really know anything about her mom. But then when Blade was, Blaze was saying that you know, she has gay friends and colleagues and I don't know why this is such a big, how is this different? And I went, hmm, I wonder if she is gay and just can't admit it to herself. And that like, she doesn't want to hold up the mirror because she immediately is deflecting all over the place, right? With, you have to pick up after yourself and you're not focused. Like there is mm -hmm. something going on with her mom. Yeah, there's something happening. I agree. I like your theory. I think it has wings. 
That's it. That's my happening. I got two out. I'm so excited. I didn't even know I was going to get one. All right. I am going to go with the further meltdown of Sunny and how it's mirrored in John Cates. They are both melting down. Yeah, spectacularly. And really similarly. Can't see the forest for the trees. Like, just blind to everything that is impacting them and writing their own narrative in an aggressive way. And it was brutal to watch that scene where Sonny just baits him. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really hard. And I had just, the day before, looked up like, okay, tell me the story about Karen because of the scene with Scotty and John at the cemetery so I had looked it up and I knew some of what Sonny was saying. It was very much like when he went after Cyrus. Yeah. Like, very much. I want you to come at me. Yeah. What can I do to provoke you? Mm-hmm. So in Cyrus's case, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But in this one, I am going to say everything that you that he knows will hurt him. And it did every single thing he said hit dead center and it led Michael to calling Joss and saying when you find Dex bring him with you yeah because you're right Sonny can't be trusted right now Sonny wants somebody to deck him he wants somebody to fight back I I I just whoo it's interesting I you know the sub this the second part of that is I oh, think yeah. the the Go next ahead. day when Sunny so Sunny basically has a conversation with Ava and then Jagger has a conversation with Anna. So it's like they go their separate ways, but yeah. in that conversation with Ava, very interesting things come out about how Sunny is so like Ava pointed out, you have a very small circle of trust now. Tiny, in fact. And Jagger actually, I think, hears Anna out, mm-hmm. which is helpful. So Sonny seems to be hearing Ava too. Yeah, he does. Well, and she was right. And of course, Stacy's screaming, pairing. And I'm just like, no, <laughs> can't have it. They look good together right now they do and it just angers me because i don't want stacy to be right that's not true i enjoy when she's right but for <laughs> this not one, her I true don't. motivation she just doesn't want sunny and ava to have to be together Correct. and i don't think they're gonna be together i think they're gonna have some sort of heightened emotional state where they both need sex oh geez <sighs> okay and then apparently I didn't know because, again, but when they had sex, it was in a crypt. Yeah, I watched that scene. It was horrible. At a funeral? Yeah. For a murder that Sonny did? Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let's leave all of this behind. Let's just let's just scrub the ick right off of all of us. And do you have let's just real quick. Do you have any potential pairings this week? I do not, although okay. Selena Wu's bodyguard is pretty hot. Oh, my God, yes. That man's hair. so tall. 
he might be a good fit for Jordan. They're both tall and strong. I'm just saying we know Jordan goes dark at this point. So That's true, but we need... It's unlikely she's going to be with Breaker. I don't even know. We haven't seen her in eight years. <laughs> we need to know more about this dude's personality before we assign him a pairing. No, I have <laughs> two, weirdly. Oh. I know. One is the obvious, Tracy and Gregory. Are they going to do this or not? And by they, I mean the writers. <laughs> <laughs> How hard will it be for Tracy, though, to have to stand by another person she loves as they die? I don't know, but I think... They're cute. They I, I like cute. them. Yes, I want them. And the other one is because of what you said about Blaze's mom. If Blaze's mom is going to come onto this character and realize that she, too is gay who's her pairing alexis i'm just questioning all of that so i think it should be alexis but okay let's do <laughs> i'm sort of looking forward to this and dreading it at the same yeah. time <laughs> so we're going to talk about fashion first please and uh, the winner of fashion no. this week the winner the true okay. winner is Ava. Oh, hell yes. All week. So gorgeous. Ava has looked spectacular. That shirt, I, we were floored. We both were like, oh, it was beautiful. The black with the flowers all blurry. Oh my God. And the I immediately sleeves. went searching to like see what I could find. And so I think this week on the website, there will be inspired by Nice. Ava's flowered shirts. Nice. I sent them off to my brother. Nice. And I know he listens to us, so maybe he'll do it. But she is she is the winner. Everything she has worn this week, spectacular. Just uh-huh. every mm-hmm. uh-huh. all of the things. Mm-hmm. The opposite, the loser, our beloved Lois. What bad. happened? So bad. What happened, people? What happened? I loved Beth's description. She said it was like the worst comb over she'd ever seen. I didn't see Beth's email. I wish. Oh, my God. I wish I had seen that before that. But yeah, it was horrible hair. A. And her bronze jumpsuit? With the belt? No. And a denim jacket? No. There were so many no's. Everybody except Tracy in that girly wedding dress scene horrible mm-hmm. horrible yeah brooklyn's shirt was hideous it was oh my god there was so much that was wrong it was not right and uh i feel like somebody should be punished <laughs> um, for doing something to lois who i love so much and because everybody else looked so bad tracy stood out so much so i also i also uh, apparently that's called a kimono jacket oh okay i i don't know but okay. uh she is killing it mm-hmm. in a good way. Mm-hmm. I did not like Sam's shirt at Scout's birthday party. Oh, God, it was bad. Everything about it, the pattern, the color, all of it, it made her look yellow. It wasn't right. I asked if maybe she wanted to match the cups. I wasn't sure. Not a good look. Other than the fact that I liked Drew's burgundy shirt. Um, I like Carly's blue coat. Yeah, and Scout's orange coat. I don't really have any other fashion notes. No, and everybody's fashion was overshadowed by the spectacularness that was Ava. Yes, agreed. 
And I'm really hoping that they do Brooklyn right by that puffy sleeved wedding dress and that Stacy doesn't have a conniption fit and physically die as the wedding is happening because we know how much Stacy loves puffy sleeves. I saw that when she opened it. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I know that's a look and it is a princess look and it's fine. It's slightly fine. It's better than a puffy sleeve business shirt, but... Anyway, I I will overlook it because Brooklyn is beautiful and she loved that dress. And the dress itself, sans puffy sleeves, is lovely. Yes, agreed. Agreed. That's all I got. Okay. Let's go to musings. And I want to start with just a note that this week had some phenomenal, phenomenal lines. Like when Spinelli like stumbles into Sunny's office or living room and he sees Ava and he's like, oh yeah, I'm here to teach you the rules of D&D. I was like, what? (laughs) And then Maxie's line to Lois, when Lois is like trying to say something nice about Tracy, she's like, well, that's a generous interpretation and the mental gymnastics to stick that landing are very impressive. I was like, wow, way to deliver that line and then i love love loved that conversation between lynn and uh, liz and fizz fizz i just call it fizz whatever lynn and whatever their names are liz and finn thank you when she shows him the (laughs) the wedding invitation and he's like she's seven and liz is like it's okay she's not even registered yet And then when she mentions that one of her kids had a crush on a cartoon character, that was weird. I was like, oh my God. And Finn goes, but did he send out wedding invitations? <laughs> she was like, well, he was not as industrious as Violet. Oh, so many good lines. Those are the ones I wrote down, but I'm sure there were more. It just, the writers are on fire. Like, especially all the stuff that comes out of Alexis's mouth right now is pure and utter gold. Just, I love it. So I just want to make that note because it's making me very happy. I liked the scene with Jake and Danny. Oh, yeah. And like Jake is adamant. He's like, yeah, I'm not trying to have my brother's lungs be popcorn. And like they start fighting and Willow breaks it up. And he just like, why is Danny vaping? He's 14. I know that's a thing, but he was just drinking. Like you just need to find immediately the next vice. Yeah. Yeah. He wants attention in some way. But I did like the scene between Sam and Drew and I think she's going to stick Drew on him. Yeah. Which is good. It's appropriate, especially because if Jason comes back, not knowing his memory, he's not going to be of any help for a while. So yeah. But yeah, that was, it was simultaneously really neat to see those brothers together because they don't do that very often. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of wish they had done a scene with the brothers and Scout because they're all siblings. Well, maybe they will. I mean, the birthday party is not over. Okay, good. Because that would be fun to see that dynamic and to see how that develops. Because you do, like, I enjoyed that scene with Dante and Michael as they were splitting Jagger and Sunny up and the glances between the two of them and kind of the unspoken, yeah, we got shit to take care of between those brothers, which it's, it's just nice. And then that little interaction with Christina and Michael at the party, 
it just I love I love I just really appreciate it when they remind you who the families are as they're growing up, especially. It's very helpful. I don't know how I feel about the scene between Alexis and Drew. Well, it, there wasn't much of it. I know, but it seems like Alexis is sort of prodding Drew. I feel like their alliance can, over their distrust of Nina, I, I think maybe takes Drew down a path that he's trying to leave. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's intentional, but, you know, Carly and Drew had their whole scene and they once again agreed to move forward and then immediately went to have sex. Like immediately. After, there was no I transition. Get, no, zero. I needed Just, some all of a sudden, sort of transition. They were naked in a bed. <gasps> Kathy was whiplashed. <laughs> I was. I was whiplashed. Um, so... <laughs> That's all I really have for musings. I well, so let's talk about the Joss and Dex dilemma. They also immediately had sex. <laughs> and Stacy goes like daughter, like mother, or whatever you said. I was like, oh no, that's gross. No, so Joss basically hunts Dex down, and then wants him to come back. And she makes great points. She's like, nobody's gonna touch you. Because we would all know who did it and it would be unforgivable. And he's like, yeah, but then it would make Sonny look weak. And that's not a place I want to put him in. And so when Michael calls, I think she's coming to grips with the fact that it's really going to take her a lot more to convince him to come back. And then Michael's like, bring him back, even if he says no. So obviously Dex is coming back, which is great because I think he's a great character. But to what role? What mm-hmm. role is he coming back to? I don't know. Like, he can he go right back into Sonny's world? I don't think he can. I don't know. I don't think Sonny would let him. No. So, I mean, where does he go from there? I don't know. I don't can know. On the PCPD? Oh, yeah. They need more cops. They really do. They need female cops, though. Let's be honest. Maybe Dex can become a woman. <laughs> we'll call him Dexy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> On that note. With that strong finish. <laughs> woo! Maybe he has siblings. I don't know. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to us and coming back every week. Our audience is growing, 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 and we love it so much. Thank you so very much. So much. Reach out with thoughts, concerns, fashion advice links we'll take it all yes and we will also talk to you next week have a good one bye Bye.